For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up? Welcome back to Bleach Boys number 17. We are finishing new captain Shusuke Amagai arc. Finally, Ooh. did the final five episodes. This is the longest set of notes I've ever taken. And I'll tell you why. There's a lot of he said, she said right at the end. Oh, my. So a lot of, oh, this person said this. Oh, well, actually, it's this. Oh, well, where's this person? Why? Oh, here's why. And then you get that point of view from another person. Oh, here's actually why. And it's like, oh, well, here's why he feels that way. Well, actually, I feel this way. Let's just get our lawyers involved. <laughs> and I think this would clear a lot of so, things up. And it ends in a, um, I think, an interesting way. Oh, okay. I, I think uh, some of us here will have a lot to say. That, that's good because I think when the bounty art en- ended, we all had like mixed feelings. And then when you said how it ended, I was like, okay, that actually ended yeah. pretty good. So yeah. if it- This one, I'm not sure if I would put it under the pretty good ending, but uh, we'll get there and we can sort that out. Would you say okay. it was mediocre? Yeah, I would say it was mediocre. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember last time we left off, uh, Izru was fighting uh, Third Seat Kabune. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't going too hot for Izru because uh, you find out Kabune could just like telepathically lift his fucking Zanpakuto, so who gives a fuck? Oh, he's like a perfect counter. Yeah. Bro, by the way, last time we did this podcast, mm-hmm. you started reading names off, and my brain literally mm-hmm. shut the fuck down. Mm-hmm. I forgot who Izru was for a fucking second. Yeah. I'm just. Lieutenant Kira, as a, he's. Wabiske boy. Wabiske is all I need. (laughs) (laughs) So where we left off, he was on the ground. Like he was about to be pretty much finished. And they kind of made it look like, oh, no, he's going to be finished. Who's going to save him? And that was the end of the episode. We see immediately the start of this first episode. um, He saves himself because he just gets back up and fucking blocks. Surprise. Yeah. Who would have known? And then, uh, you know, Izru asks Kabune, who is the traitor uh, third seat, why he picked Squad 3 when there were surely better options in Squad 3, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. at this point, Kabune just decides to do a hard snitch. And oh. he admits, like, oh, it doesn't matter anything that like that I've previously done because the Kosmioji clan strategy is to use the Bakudo to create a new order. It's actually pronounced Bakodo, by the way. Bakodo. Um, I'm probably going to mispronounce that some more, but it is Bakodo. But Bakodo. I feel, I wonder if it's like the same situation as like Akatsuki versus Akatsuki. Oh, like possibly. Where it's the English it's versus the, yeah, the pronunciation of it. So he kind of says that, and then Izuru decides to just suddenly get stronger because Kibune oh. stated that he never saw any of the squad as friends, and then uh, Izuru just starts whomping him because he said that. He's like a Saiyan. You're never saying to be my friends. Yeah, so me. Kibune is even like, hey, your resolve alone won't be strong enough to defeat me, and uh, spoiler alert, it was. Oh! Because, <laughs> because we then learned the reason that Kibune was able to lift his sword, even though it had been hit with Wabiske, was because there's actually like this white, almost like venom goop that had been attached to the outside of his sword. So, so the, you thought it was part of the design. Uh, but you actually find out that it's like part of the Bakoto that is attached to his Zanpakuto, if that makes uh, sense. Wait, so his Zanpakuto. So he ba- has his Zanpakuto. Yeah. And then his Bakoto was able to like kind of merge with oh, a part of his okay. Zanpakuto, which gave it the ability to kind of like do the levitation bit. Bakoto Pato. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, They don't ever come back to explain that, but there you go. Oh, that, that's really nice that yeah. they did that. Yeah, this would have been such a great character arc. I know this is filler, and if they had already like previous background knowledge, this would have been the time to get him a bankai, uh, Izuru. 
This yeah. would have been so nice. It was, still would have been a little early. I and just, it's like, I feel yeah. like Izuru is a weird character because as we discussed in previous episodes, his Shikai is really strong. Yeah. It is, it's but it's also really, like a one-trick really, really pony. Strong. What do you think? But which it, is also the main character. It's a very, very strong one-trick pony. Yeah. Very strong. I, I say that and the main character literally has one attack yeah. for yeah. the whole series. <laughs> So it's hard to like, oh, like, well, how do we give Izuru power up? It's like, well, it's hard when he can solve literally every problem by making you heavier. Yeah. Like, you can't really compete against that. So it's like Josh said. It's fucked up whenever he tries to weigh himself and you, he <laughs> and <laughs> Sam's just like, mm, Yeah, it's oh. hard to compete with that. So um, as a classic, we basically see Kabune start to power up the Bakoto, which, mm-hmm. as you know, when they start doing that is usually when they fucking blow up. And they go to do one last samurai charge because it's bleach, and that's how it goes. So they do a running slash at each other, and surprise, Izuru wins. Um, as with, Kabu- yeah, go wait, ahead. Wait, with fucking Wabiske? Yep. Yep. This, yep. Okay, the samurai <laughs> thing's cool and all, but it's so weird because I saw the picture of the dude's fucking sword. Yeah, the and then we huge. got a hook. And he's yeah. got a hook? It, it's just how it goes. It's bleach. They just end every fight with a samurai slash. I feel like Tite Kubo is just sitting here watching this. Like, can they stop fucking asking questions? <laughs> like, listen, I did that in one cool fight. Can we just, just stop? Fucking like, go past it. So Kibune is on the ground and his Bakoto starts to like crawl off of his body. Oh. And then his body becomes engulfed in flames and nobody says shit about it. It's oh. like, it's if just, you remember, Izuru is there and then a few members of Squad 3 were also there, but they got attacked. Well, they They're all him. back together now. And like his body is literally being engulfed in flames and they're just like, yeah, hey, so happy you're, you're good, Izuru. It's oh, like, yeah. that's, that's sweet. Thanks, okay. man. Okay, so you see enemy, right? High mm-hmm. school enemy. Mm-hmm. And he catches on fire and we're all just standing there. Are you going to be like, hey, he's on fire? Yeah, I would say something. <laughs> well, yeah, be I, like, I hey, that's a little weird, right? There's a difference between high school enemy and guy that just tried to murder people and my squad. Like, well, it's like still, you would be like, he just spontaneously combusted. Like, I he, would just assume Josh would be Yamamoto. okay with it. He just literally lit on fire right next to our feet. Like, maybe I'm yeah. sassy. And I you would, gotta yeah. think the smell is gonna be gross too. And it's uh-huh. like nobody's gonna mention the fucking smell of burning flesh. I would, okay, you know, the guy's an asshole, in my opinion, <laughs> so I would be more worried about the crawling away sword at this point. That yeah, would think, be, yeah. that would catch So it's thing. not the sword that's crawling away, by the it's way. The, it's oh. like the actual attachment part where you fist a squid or some so, sort of so a So there's like, no blade to it? So it's just a squid? His, his was, thing was like set up to where it already attached all over to his arm and he was like feeding it power. And then his, somehow, they wish they don't explain once again, had merged with his Zanpak toe and so... That's kind of all I can give you. I'm sorry. So it's just a fucking spicy oven mitt? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So that part crawled off. His sword is still hanging out there, and I believe it's broken in half. Oh, so, you know, the, it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So we switch over to Soifan at this point, who is still thinking about what Ichigo said because she's the only not sheeple. <laughs> and uh, just like that, Yoruichi shows up and is basically just like, hey, sup, I got information for you. Oh, I bet she swooned. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go over to Ichigo and Amagai now, who, if you remember, they were chasing after an assassin who they saw carrying Lady Ruricio away. The assassin is cornered and throws her into the air and uses that opportunity. He's like, everybody's looking up to try to attack Amagai. Of course, he gets wrecked because Amagai is a captain. And then we find out that the Lady Ruricio they were all chasing was like a fucking dumbass puppet thing, where it's like literally the jaw and everything is just a puppet. I'm done with like, this. Like, you would have been able to see it from miles away that that was a puppet, but I guess that, you know, whatever. So they're all there standing there like, oh, man, it's a puppet. Then they get a hell butterfly <laughs> filling them in on, in on Izuru, and they decide to head over to where he is. I would have loved if the hell butterfly was, wait, you're following a puppet. I was like, really, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so they go to where Izuru is in, uh, I would imagine, the ashes of Kabune, and <laughs> Renji shows up. Oh. They decide to uh, have Renji take Third Seat Kabune's now broken sword that still has part of the uh, venom fluid on it. 
and deliver it to head captain Yamamoto as actual evidence of the uh, wrongdoing of the uh, Kasumiyoji clan. Also, if I ever have like a metal band, Ashes of Kabune is like <laughs> hard <laughs> yeah, that's, top that's picks. Legit. So all my guy at this point is like, yo, I would do that. But, you know, we, we have to rush to the Kasumiyoji palace at once because that's where the princess will be and time is running out. Does some boy have a mustache? He does not. He's about to have one. So (laughs) he continues on saying they already found her there once. So that's probably where she would be because it's like, oh, no one's going to check the same place twice. Logic. You know? And then uh, he says, if Kabune was really their big trump card, then they're going to probably going to kill Lady Ruichio next because we just wrecked their trump card. F. Ukutake now. We're cutting over to him. He's talking to his boys and he's basically telling them like, oh, let's just wait a little bit longer because, you know, he's cautious. He's like, something doesn't feel right about this. Let's just wait before we deploy. And then cough, cough, cough. Because he's just a good guy. He doesn't actually do much coughing in this arc, almost if at all. I don't think he does any coughing. The only time he's healthy is when it's a filler. Yeah. And so he's kind of saying the same thing. He just wants to make sure everything's good. And then Yorichi shows up to Ukatake as well. And she goes, sup, I've got information for you. And then we cut away from that as well. So did we we talk about how Yorichi just kind of comes in and out like... Yeah, is she pardoned or like? So that I I don't think we've gotten to that part in the anime yet, and I don't have it off of memory. But there is a funny. So when they do the previews for next time, they narrate over it with the characters, and they're just never talking about the actual preview ever. Yeah, it's always something random. And so one time Ichigo is talking to Yoruichi, and he asks like, "Why are you always sneaking about like that?" And she's like, "Oh, I love the look on their face when I surprise them." Oh. <laughs> it's like, and she's just like, "That's why." And he's like, "That's why." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I wonder cool. if um, she's a puppet. If she's saying the exact same thing, she's just showing mm, up. She could mm. be one of the assassins. Yeah. Everyone you loves never know. Yoruji. You never know. Yes, we do. So Ooh. now we go over to Renji, who delivers the broken uh, half sword to Yamamoto. And we don't get any information at this point. They kind of like, hey, here's the sword. Yamamoto looks at it, and then we cut away. We go to outside of the Kasumiyoji Palace, where Hitsugaya and his squad are now guarding the entrance. And Hitsugaya immediately calls out. I was like, uh, yeah, Ichigo, I know you're there. So you Aww. might as well come out. Rukia tries to talk to him and be like, hey, it's like we just need to go past. Like, is that cool? But Amagai is like, nah, this shit ain't going to work. And then immediately walks forward and attacks Hitsugaya. Whoa. Um, the rest of the gang now tries to run past, but Rangiku cuts them off. And Renji begins fighting. Not Renji. Rukia begins fighting Rangiku and tells Ichigo to go on ahead. And worth noting that Ichigo is carrying Shu Kanogi, which is the little boy who yeah. is supposed to be married to Rurichio. Just then, we go out to y- Yamamoto, who is putting out an announcement to the Serite that it has been brought to his attention that possible acts of treason have been committed by the Kasumiyoji clan. All 13 court guard squads are hereby commanded to occupy the Kasumiyoji, Kasumiyoji grounds to search for and seize any evidence. Damn right, sir. So Ye. Ichigo asks Shu if he has any idea where, where Ruricio would be. Shu is basically just like, oh, well, there's this one place that we were never allowed to go, so it's probably going to be in there, and then off they go. And that's the end of the first episode. I, Dude, I got to be honest with you. I'm like, I've been friends with you over a decade, all, mm-hmm. all the two of you. I would not know where to fucking go for any of you. <laughs> like, how is this fucking eight-year-old kid be like, oh, yeah, there's this one place. Yeah. It's like, Because well, it- like, I would say, to the credit of this, if there was one place in the palace, you would always know. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, we were allowed to go pretty much everywhere else, but there's this one tower where they never let us go into, and I've always wondered what was there. So that's probably where they're like keeping the fucked up shit. Yeah, yep. no, that's fair. But like, if you disappeared, I would check Macca's, like the <laughs> the two Taco donuts Bells, and burgers, donuts and burgers. Maybe <laughs> that that would be on a weekend. Uh, Sonic's. Sonic. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not here, yep. I'm worried now. It's like, how has Sam yeah. escaped? And then yeah. you're not work? at work. Yeah. Oh, if he's not at work. I have like five options for Sam. If he's not there, I've exhausted them all. But we don't live in a palace. You know, if we lived in a palace, then we, it's, we live in a where city. Would, where would we find Josh? Uh, dead in a ditch, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that almost happened. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, really hoping just to hear some bougie coffee place. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna too. say that Newport place and the oh, and yeah. the donut place. Hell yeah, brother! Those oh, are, sidecar. Those, yeah, yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah, sidecar. sidecar okay, yeah. I'm the better friend, as if shown right there. If it's on a Friday, you know damn well where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so at the start of the next episode, uh, we get some deep Kasumiyoji clan lore here. Everybody's been waiting for it. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. And uh, this, this comes straight Ishida? from head captain Yamamoto, actually. Ooh. Oh. So he says, for generations, the Kasumiyoji clan forged heirloom swords for the royal family to be used in ce- for ceremonial purposes. The techniques used to make the sword were kept secret, and for that reason, the Kasumiyoji clan have maintained the right of immunity. However, certain factions within the clan have taken advantage of this cloak of secrecy and have broken the taboo against the production of forbidden blades, such as the one before us. Now that we know what they've been up to, we must move against the Kasumiyoji immediately. Wow. Yamamoto's vice captain asked at this point if uh, he expected this to be uncovered when the substitute Soul Reaper went, and then he's cut off by Yamamoto, and he just goes, hmm. And it just uh, <laughs> then course. assigns Byakuya to be the leader of the raiding party, and off we go. What if that was Yamamoto's actual equivalent of like the one time you went <laughs> and like dipped out? <laughs> he's just always fucking yeah. uncomfortable. He's, he's like uh, <laughs> he's like King from yeah. One Punch Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, just like, that'd be hmm, so good. That's a good call. <laughs> so the assassins are reported reporting all this information to Kamoi about how uh, they're fucked. And he's pissed, obviously, about this information. He opens up a wardrobe and reveals that he basically has a fuck ton of Bakoto ready to go. Oh, wow. And he says now he has no choice but to use these to defend himself. And we go to Rangiku, who gets the report and stops fighting Rukia. And just as they stop fighting, like, oh, good, we don't have to fight anymore. Then a whole bunch of assassins come charging out, and they're all wielding Bakoto now. Lame. Rangiku releases her Shikai and basically wrecks Nicole. a whole bunch of them because it's just fucking ash. Dude, can you imagine? She just puts it up people's noses and makes them sneeze the whole I mean, time. that would be miserable. That would be really oh, right. miserable. Can you imagine that? Your just sinuses are just fucked and she's just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, no, that that's like the Ant-Man equivalent of Thanos like in this <laughs> universe. Just, just fucking sweating. Yeah. So she basically takes out a whole bunch of them, but they all are being powered up by the Bakoto, so that she, they just keep getting up and attacking. And then uh, Shuhei shows up which 69 guy oh, okay and um now we can see it's turning into uh, a little bit of a regular lemon party here as <laughs> all of the favorites begin showing up around oh, the Renji. palace uh ikaku shows up oh, yeah uh, yubichika tetsuzaimon who we got a lot yeah. of in the last episode the whole gang is showing up here amagai and hitsugaya still kind of fighting are interrupted by byakuya who informs hitsugaya on the situation as hitsugaya gets informed amagai's like cool glad to be on the same side and then dips out immediately <laughs> Ichigo runs into assassins and comments that all of their souls have been taken over by their swords. Ooh. That's when Rukia reunite, reunites with Ichigo, telling him that the soul society is now on their side. Ichigo tells Rukia to now she should take Shu and go on ahead. Since they beefed up their security here, they probably are close to where Lady Ruizio is. I feel like if everyone's like finally gang gang and mm-hmm. they're like, hey, soul society's on our side, I would turn around like, well, fucking finally. <laughs> like, yeah. Why do I have to yeah. keep constantly saving the world to do this shit? Fucking Ichigo. Yeah, it's bullshit. So now we see everybody's favorite, Kenryu and Enryo. And they're in a cell commenting about how they hear fighting going on and they need to take advantage of this commotion to rescue Lady Rorichio. We see more fighting around the palace and no matter how much damage they kind of do to the assassins, the Soul Reapers are commenting on the fact that they don't seem to care about their own lives and they seem possessed, which is kind of an ongoing theme. Rangiku now appears to Hitsugaya and Byakuya, asking what's going on. Hitsugaya says, as confusing as it seems, this was all part of the head captain's plan. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's going to create some Menos Grandes again. So, <laughs> Byakuya says that the Kasumiyoji clan, they're protected by their arist- aristocracy. Mm. Under nor- normal circumstances, no one could interfere with them. 
Hitsugaya chimes in saying the head captain received information some time ago that the clan was up to no good, but he had no way to go after him. By chance, Ichigo came along and got involved in their affairs, so he used him. Rangiku right. is like without telling him, and Hitsugaya says he couldn't take the chance. It just shows how much fate or how much he trusts in Ichigo's abilities. He's a wily old fox. Which I like that part. So Josh isn't used to getting praise, so obviously he wouldn't like that part, but I it's just I like uh, it. I like it. It's, yeah. it's it's kind of a sweet thing from Yamamoto who's otherwise a very stoic dude. Because I dude. feel like there's too many times in Bleach where it's like, why don't you guys just trust Ichigo? Yep. It's like he's shown he knows what's up multiple times. But and I, it's like every time you guys try to dick him. I wonder if it's like if you put that in like a political climate, it's now like, oh, we're showing favoritism for like this like random party where it's like, oh, he's earned it. He's earned it, but not in the people's eyes. So the people, the souls um, who already hate soul society, you know, they're really trying to earn their trust. I don't ever get they're really trying to earn anybody's trust. Honestly, no. So So, um, we see Kumoi, who is now fast walking through the palace and he's carrying the mirror, the mirror sword that Hanza had. And uh now he's kind of wearing a red cloak. I don't think the red cloak is important at all, but just worth noting. Stylish. Yeah. yeah, he gets a report from an assassin saying that they won't be able to hold the Soul Reapers back much longer. And he replies saying that he knows and he just needs to get into the Bakoto workshop and then they'll be fine. Then, as he's walking some more, another assassin appears in front of him and is like, hey, uh, the Soul Reapers have broken into the Bakoto workshop. Oh. And Kumoi is pissed. He's like, they what? And then he says, that's impossible. The barrier on that building was bestowed upon us by the royal family. It cannot be breached by a mere soul reaper. We then cut to that building where we see the barrier begins to crumble. Uh, Who wants to take a guess? Who wants to take a guess how it was? uh, No, you go ahead. It's Amagai. You're saying Amagai? Amagai. That's actually what I was going to say, too. Okay, you're both wrong. What? So I'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey here. Do we we hear? I would rather get punched in the dick. No. So we we see the barrier crumble, and the first one to enter the building is Ukitake. Uh, squad 13 he, his whole fuck? gang walks in um the people inside he basically tells them like hey everybody relax like we're t- we'll be taking this building now the people inside try to run but of course wherever ukitake goes uh chill captain is there as well Kiraku. but let me tell you how it was neither of them that crushed the uh barrier oh. it was soy fan so and let me tell Whoa. you how we see soy fan she's outside of the building who's approached by yoruichi who is congratulating her on breaking through the barrier Soifan says they couldn't have done it without her insight. How did you find the vulnerabilities in the barrier's composition oh, that allowed us to breach its weakness? Wow. Yorichi says she got a blueprint from a man that was angry at the Kasumiyoji clan for interfering with his business. <laughs> Urahara, in case anybody needed that oh, stuffed okay. out. Yeah. So, Urahara. Okay, that I allow that. <laughs> I just wanted like the cabbage dealer. Even from when Avatar. he's not there, he's yeah. there. Yeah, I would love him just smiling in the background. They just do a little clip. Just, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how he's used. To, what, he's showing what the, the fan. He's always like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kumoi, now where they have nowhere else to run, demands that the princess be brought to him because he has no choice but to use her as a shield at this point. Ichigo tries to appeal to the assassins that he's fighting, warning them that if they'll keep fighting, they're gonna die. But, of course, they don't listen, uh, so he just basically breaks out a window and dips out. Ruki and Shu reach a dead end where they find Lady Richio's two attendants that are not Kenryu and Inryu. They're two random female attendants. They tell them that she was just kidnapped from them, and they point towards the secret passages that led out to the roof. Kumoi goes to where some of the vassals of the Kasumioji clan were, some of the remaining ones. And they basically like, yo, it's like, you need to go out there and talk this over. It's like, sort it out. They basically tell Kumoi that he, they've known for a while what he's been doing. They've <gasps> been hearing whispers around the castle. Um, but... Of course, Kamoi just goes ahead and stabs the one who's speaking up and then oh. tells the assassins to kill the rest of them. All right. Christ. 
Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like a Julius Caesar, like <laughs> E2 Brute, but he just pulled a reverse like yeah. Uno card on that. So the princess is then bought, uh, brought to Kamoi, who then uh, drags her away. And Rukia runs by Ichigo at this point, filling him in in the fact that Rurichi has been taken. And he uh, she is in this building somewhere for sure. Ichigo looks up, and what a surprise, through the upper floor window, she's walking right by. There she is. Oh, hey. Ichigo then appears in the room where Kumoi is, and Kumoi now has his sword pointed at Rurichio, and tells him, and Ichigo tells him to get away from her. Was she singing, I got no strings on me, or something <laughs> like that? No, this is the real Rurichio this time. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Rurichio, with tears in her eyes, is, of course, happy to see Ichigo. Uh, the three personal body bodyguards, assassin guys of Kumoi, they all attack using the uh, special Bakoda we've previously seen that were used by like Hansa's gang, so the one uh, that can create the walls yeah. and stuff. Um, but Ichigo just disposes of them easily with Shikai. No problem. You know he got super strong during sure. that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Ichigo then tries to get Richio, but Kumoi puts his sword to her throat and says not to move. Rukia and Shu appear at that point, and Rukio asks Kumoi why is he doing all this? Why even develop a weapon like the Bakoda? And he basically goes. I don't have to explain my reasons. So sorry, dude. Or, Lady wow. Mauricio then butts in is like, and just, she decides I'm just going to go ahead and explain it for him. Um, wow. He was planning to use the Bakoto to disrupt the soul society. And then in the midst of the chaos that followed, he was going to grab power and become the leader of the nobility. I would love to see him try and use one of those little gimmicks against like Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> love it. Because the way that I, I get how the, the politics of soul society work is basically the Serite is kind of an equal power level with the nobility. So like yeah. if he could have become the leader of the nobility, he's basically as powerful as Yamamoto, and then he could like butt heads, you know. But politics wise, yeah, not politics like, wise, not, not like not, actual not, not, sword yeah, play. Yeah. But political wise, yeah, they could probably be like, could yeah, you, I don't like what you guys are doing. We yeah, want. could you imagine being an ar- in an argument with Yamamoto? I, I, he doesn't seem like the arguing type, you know. It's yeah, like just shut it down. Like, yeah. No. But so what you're saying right there, that's why I think they can't always trust Ichigo because he's like maybe there's other leaders of the the nobility saying who the fuck is this guy? And they're like, yo, come on, like they they scouted well, out. Yeah, but a lot of the like the things where they try to fuck Ichigo are like they're clearly being attacked. So it's like the nobility shouldn't even have a say in it. It's like they should just follow Ichigo. It's like yeah, odds I- are he's fine. Yeah, and I mean, like, if you got Yamamoto repping you, I feel like that's yeah, enough. I agree. Yeah, yeah, more than enough. If you got the big boss man behind your back, you're chilling. But we're also, like, completely forgetting or, like, not forgetting, but we haven't talked about it. They did this exact same bullshit in fucking Huecomundo. Like, oh, Ichigo's going to... Uh, Orihime is a traitor. Bullshit! We know yeah. that... No, no. So they, they didn't... Like, obviously, that's... Yamamoto did call her a traitor. But, but, like, he, he does explain it. at the yeah. time to Ichigo that they need his strength to stay here. It's like yeah. you can't go running headfirst into enemy territory like a moron. Yeah. Which he does anyways. But yeah. Whereas, like, they would have much have rather have waited because they still had, according to Yamamoto, I think they had months before they were even going to try to come yeah, to Karakura Town. Yeah. They had a long time. So he's like, you stay here. It's like, stay with us, and we're going to attack as a team. Could you imagine, like, a training montage? Yeah. Of all the captains in each Seriously. That would have been better than the And then the they all attack arc. as a team to, oh. like... Like, Aizen walks through with all of his Espada, and he's just greeted by all of Soul Society and Ooh. the Visards. Oh. It's just like, yeah, what's up, dude? Okay, actually, yeah, we yeah. fucked it. Oh, yeah. But I do love the... the, the it's the like they could have just arc. gang-banged all of them. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, okay, ready to go. Can you imagine that fight? Oh, my we God. We wouldn't have gone gotten Don Panini. Though. But as we know, uh, the rule of bleaches, they only do 1v1s. So. Yeah. Don Panini is the best, though. Except for Zaya Laparo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go to... Uh, Back to the room with Kamoi and Ruricio. Kamoi is pushing his sword against Ruricio's neck and basically laughs like, I'm going to fucking kill her. Mwahaha. Ichigo, of course, yells to stop her to stop it. And just then, 
a window busts open and appears Captain Amagai. <gasps> he's a guy. He's a dude. Ichigo is relieved to see him. Kamoi is visibly upset that he just busted through the fucking window. <laughs> Rukia fills him in on Kamoi being the mastermind behind the whole plot. Wink, wink. And he just kind of stands there. So Rukia is asking him if he's all right because uh, he's just kind of staring straight forward towards the wall. Kamoi is freaking out at this point and lowers his guard. Ruichio uses this opportunity to make a run for Ichigo. Ichigo runs to grab Ruichio as well. But before they're able to reach each other, uh, Amagai puts his blade between the two of them, stopping them from grabbing each other. And then he turns to Kamoi and fucking slashes him, killing him. Oh, wow. Uh, Just like that? Why is it so easy to do this shit? He's not entirely dead yet, but he is on the ground uh, because he does have a few final words to say later. Ichigo. Oh, sorry. But could you imagine that's like, okay, cool. Uh, Show's over. Like, he's just like actually still a good guy. Okay, we good? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's go. Job done. So Ichigo demands to know what's going on here because they could have still questioned him and used him for like proof that they were fucking around. Nah. Uh, Amagai reaches down and takes out the eye. So as they're all like squid creatures and they have these giant fucking eyes on them because it's gross. Mm. Um, He takes the eye out of the Bakoto, the mirror Bakoto that Kamoi was carrying and then shows that now he has four eyes. Like he's got like hold them all in his hand in like a diamond like shape. Oh. Um, they're not in his arm, but okay. similar. Yes. He's going Still around collecting cool. eyes. Amagai says, you've been most helpful substitute Soul Reaper and then pulls out a bunch of papers from like his cloak and throws them into the air. Just then a blinding green light appears and creates a giant orb above them. Amagai then grabs Ruricio and says, see you around and then disappears. Kamoi on the ground as he's not dead yet. He has a few last words to say. He says, uh, I don't understand. I followed all of your orders. Why did you betray me? And then it's finally put together that Captain Amagai and Kamoi were working together. And we cut to Captain Commander, who is watching on his perch like he normally likes to do, above Soul Society. And just then Amagai appears behind him holding Lady Ratio. And that's the end of that episode. I would love if it's like Yamamoto's, Amagai, you've arrived. No, 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 no. My real name is, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> And then cut. <laughs> Yamamoto turns and he's like, oh, it's like, well, what that brings you here? Him. And Amagai replies saying, I thought you would know, though now that I think about it, you probably would never dream that someone would come here with the intention of killing you. And Yamamoto's like, yeah, why? Like, for what what, what reason do you want to kill me? Amagai says for Shinetsu Kisaragi is his name. Uh, not Amagai's name, but the name of the person he wants to kill him. And he says, don't tell me you've forgotten about him. So now I've come here from hell on Shinetsu Kisaragi's behalf. He then goes to unsheath his Zanpakuto, but... Uh, then we, from the side of him, we hear Bloom and Glory, Benishidare, which is Kenryu's Zanpakuto. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's there. Purple smoke begins to fill the room. And Amagai says that he thought he'd suppress his spiritual pressure, but just when he'd expect but what he'd expect from the Princess Guardians. But your efforts are in vain. Kenryu says silence as we see his Zanpakuto actually has a different power. Oh, um, He says Benishidari Songe. This makes the pedal so basically he has like a flower pedal on his hilt and he shoots it in the sky. All the pedals go flying up and they come down in like pink blades basically oh, flung at him. So kind Senbon of similar Sakura. to, yeah, Sinbon Zakra. Very similar. Uh, Amagai is unscathed from this and he's like, yeah, that's not going to work. But Kenryu calls for the princess to run as he's like kind of standing in the middle of all these blades. And from behind Amagai, we hear a really high pitched voice at this point and it's Enryu's voice. And so he, that's why he never speaks. Oh. So he says something at which the subtitles said is inaudible because he could not understand <laughs> what he was saying. Um, is it like that what scene you, in Pirates of the Caribbean where the guy goes, and so yes, we shall go yes. to war. It's very much like that. Um, <laughs> Enryu has a shikai out, which if you remember, is it basically two floating hands wrapped around his uh, torso with like chains. Mm-hmm. And he hits the ground, causing two 
like stone hands to appear on each side of Amagai and basically like seal him inside of it, sealing him away. Hot. Uh, Ruricio is back with Kinryu and Inryu, and she comments saying that she's happy to know what Inryu's voice sounds like. She's very approving. She's like, oh, that's nice. You should always talk. Yeah, we got the fucking Mickey Mouse in the <laughs> yeah. house. Um, just then, of course, the hands begin to break, and now Amagai is free. He walks over to Yamamoto's deck, desk and takes the eye off of uh, Kabune's sword now, and he says, I now ha- hold the Bakudo's core. Um, until now, all the battles were with the intent uh, to allow this core to absorb the spiritual energy of the strong, but the time has come to take this core and feed it to my Bakudo. What? He pulls out his second sword. If you remember, he was a dual wielder. Everybody oh, thought yeah. he had dual wield uh, swords. But one of them was a Bakoto, and he basically has a bottle cap like hilt on the end. So he pops it off, and oh, you see there's like I, a I living creature about. inside of it, and it eats the other eye. It just chomps on the other eye. How big are these eyes? They're, like they're mar- pretty big. They're so like, it's like uh, like this big, right? Like neither of you have ever seen Parasite, right? Um, the anime. Yeah, uh, um, I've seen parts of it. So it it kind of looks like a creature from Parasite, and it basically eats the thing and just goes back in the sword. I'm but thinking- the Bakoto. Like the M&M fucking tube? He's just popping those in there? No, like it's a living creature in there. So like it literally like uh, it comes out, comes out and like and bites then... it, goes back oh, in. Oh, got you. So the Pakoto now wraps around Amagai's arm, but it doesn't have the classic where it just looks like a bunch of fucked up tentacles. It actually turns his arm into like a black like dragon type thing Ooh, with like a U that's for the cool. mouth and it shoots out the green lightsaber effect out of it. That's, that's kind of cool. Which by the way is very similar, similar to Karya's sword where his, yeah. he turned into like the wind blade, but this one's like a fucking green lightsaber. Wow. Yamamoto says you are foolish. And then of course he takes off the top of his cloak because you know, shit's about to go down. Now all, he says, now all things in the universe turn to ashes, Ryujin Jaka, and then the whole fucking Ryujin room starts to fill Jaka. with flames. He doesn't give a fuck about the fact Kenryu and Enryu are there <laughs> with Richio. I mean, uh, they're just going to become part of his army. Yes. Oh, true. Oh. I don't know if you'd want them to be part of that. but Would, would you take that as an honor if you knew that? Like, that if you got you burned die. alive, you're like, I'm going to be a part of this man's badass fucking army that he never uses. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, it's better. I, it's better than just dying. I see. So <laughs> when you come back, I don't remember. Do you come back with your soul? I don't think so. Right? Like you're. It's just I your, think you're. I think you're pretty much a zombie at that what, point. What What happens when you die in the soul society? Is it Patamon? Do they like your egg show? Up? <laughs> 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 Are you done? I think you're done. I think you're done. Done. Uh, that's I, the end of your life cycle. That's what's yeah. stressing me. I'm I'm playing Shadowlands. It's the same concept. I was like, wait, do you die? Die? Like you're gone. This is yeah. I end. think that's it. That's basically your second life down the drain. F. So the room starts filling with flames, and then Amagai stabs the floor with his Bakoto, and it makes all the flames in the room just disappear. Yamamoto asks what he has done, and Amagai basically doesn't waste a second and says that he has the strength to cancel out Soul Reapers. My Bakoto possesses that ability. As long as this Bakoto is functioning, all of your Zanpaktos will be rendered powerless and useless, all except my Zanpakuto, Raika, which he then pulls out and says, Bankai, Raika, Goen, Kaku. Oh, which going Kaku? I just feel that joke already. Okay. Um. So now the room is filled with his flames, and his bankai. This is a little bit of a hard one to explain. His bankai basically becomes a giant shell for like mm-hmm. the hilt part of it, and he can hold it like a shield, pretty much. You know, oh, is, it, like is it like a bluish purple kind of color? Sure. I don't remember. <laughs> I like how you're the one that recently watched it, and he's like pulling fucking seven years. ago. I don't ago think that's memory. right. It's a shell. It looks like it's a like, shell. Like, it's like a phalanx, but it's like it's like big, right? It's like a spike out of it. No, it, it's oh. it's a, basically imagine if you had a shell as a shield. All right, but then there's a sword that also comes out of the top of it. Okay, that's all you're gonna get. So he begins swinging around his new bankai, and then slashes the ground. Basically, uh, 
sending flames flying towards Yamamoto in a straight line and then just fucking explodes the room because he's an asshole. Uh, we see Kinryu and Inryu. They emerge from the rubble, and they've, of course, protected Lady Rorichio because that's just what they do. It's the job, man. Amagai tells Rorichio to basically, like, she's giving him the mean mug. And he's like, don't stare at me like that unless you want to die first. And good guy Yamamoto is like, hey, leave them alone. You're here You're here to kill me. They are innocent. And Amagai at this point says, you're dead wrong. You're not the only one who will feel the sting of my revenge. Then goes to attack again. But just then we hear someone scream, Rorichio. Cue the Ichigo theme song as he comes sliding across the room and clashes blades with Amagai. Uh, the weird... When he slides <laughs> into the room? Yeah. So Ichigo comes sliding in the room and then he clashes blades with Amagai. Amagai basically sends him back and then we see Rukia is there as well. Amagai asks how they were able to find him and this is where Rukia spills the beans saying that Kinryu somehow left them behind a hell butterfly so they were able to just find him off of that. Convenient. Then we see Kinryu, Inryu, and Rishio. They all collectively give a sigh of relief that it was actually found. And Ichigo turns to Yamamoto, asking him what's up. Why isn't he fighting him? He doesn't answer, but instead Amagai goes ahead and answers for himself, explaining that the power of his Bakoto once again deletes the power of his Zanbakuto. We see the captains. They're still at the Kasumiyoji Palace. Yorichi is there as well, and is asking where Captain Amagai is. Hitsugai asks why, and this is what we find out. Apparently, Yorichi has known the whole fucking time that Amagai orchestrated, orchestrated the whole thing to gain power. Don't know why she didn't say anything sooner. Wait, did she talk? Oh, she didn't talk to Yamamoto. She talked no. to Shokatsu. She talked to Soifan and Ukitake, who... Soifan is not there. Oh, I guess both of them. Soifan... No, Ukitake is actually here at this round table. Ukitake is there. So see, it's like... See, he's healthy right now, so he's doing everything. Yeah, it just seems like that would be something that you would tell both of them. Right? Or like it at would least make send sense. out a hell yeah. butterfly. Like, hey... If they know that much, they probably know what his Bankai or his Bakoto does, right? Well, they have to know what the Bankai is because that's how you get to become a captain. You have to show them all, all of your oh, abilities. Oh, that's right. So... Well, except for Kenpachi, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why she didn't say that. But Yorichi begins explaining that Kisuke contacted her asking to investigate the ongoing confusion regarding the logistics of the Soul Society. And so she began looking into every aspect she could. And while doing that, she uncovered the information that revealed the Kasumiyoji clan's dark side. She found out that Kamoi was the first to develop a Bakoto. He applied the clan's secret techniques developed over centuries and continued to produce superior weaponry. The Bakoto allowed his bearer to gain strength and fighting power far beyond, beyond his bearer's abilities. But wielding it can be fatal, as we already know. Ukitake chimes in here saying, We're not sure when Shusuke first learned of the Bakoto's existence. But once he learned of it, he approached Kamoi with the express purpose of having it. Do you think, uh, obviously we'll find out if Yamamoto knew this whole time, mm-hmm. but I wonder if like he hired Amagai, like brought him in as a captain. He's like, I don't fully trust this lad. Then hits up a fucking, you know, Urahara and saying, hey, bud, you mind uh, doing some dirt on this guy. Yeah. dirty, dirty over here? And then sends Yorichi in. It does like seem that. like, and I don't know if it ever comes to play, it does seem like that would be something Yamamoto would be open to. Yeah. He's basically like um, Dumbledore. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like he... You know, it's, politics on the outside yeah but here's how it actually functions. yeah but he's like your bro yeah. on like on the side um yodorichi continues saying that he set into motion his own grand plan knowing that his possession of the bakoto was the key element to it succeeding uh chill captain at this point says to make that happen he knew he must become a squad captain so he would have complete knowledge of the soul reapers and the soul society yodorichi continues on saying so uh, Shusuke uh, conv- uh, connived a plan to become a captain, knowing that that would advance his own plan. Right after this, he right after he became a captain, an incident incur- occurred, which in a restrictive current shutdown request was ignored, which is the very beginning of the arc, if you remember. Uh-oh. By discreetly avoiding that request, so he did it himself, uh, Shusuke created a chance to show off his powers to his squad and won their confidence. He then met with the other captains, gaining their trust, and adv- advocated for cooperation between their squads, 
and establish training exercises to create unity. But his real reason for doing that was to analyze the fighting ability of each squad as he carefully prepared to put his plan into motion. An unexpected windfall came to him. And Byakuya is like, oh, Ichigo. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. You, you know what's crazy to me? So it's like one of those, oh, it was super simple. He had a really well laid out plan. Mm-hmm. We're ignoring the fact that he had to have a Bonkai. Like the mm-hmm. dude just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? This is a really good plan. I just need to become Bonkai enabled mm-hmm. and a captain. Mm-hmm. Which is like the hardest fucking thing. It's like, oh, hey, thanks, yeah. Aizen. You dicked uh, it. Spoiler alert, you find out later that he basically trained his whole life to do this uh, this moment. But Wow. Uh, that's sad. <laughs> but you still don't get guaranteed captain status, and Aizen's the only reason he would have had this. Like, Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's like there's I'm, I'm sure there's captain he openings like, every to, once like, in a while. It's like, every yeah. couple hundred years. <laughs> you live forever. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, we're look, not sure look, about Yeah, that. we're still not sure about yeah. that. Look at Yamamoto. Yeah, he old. But he he is really old, but I, he's old, old. You live a good amount of time. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a captain opening every once in a while. I yeah. mean, think of the mass exit when the visors were there. So it's like, oh, you, that's that's true. that was a ton and of openings. Again, Aizen. <laughs> <laughs> he he's making it. all the openings. <laughs> what a good guy. Yeah. So Yorichi continues on saying uh, he originally intended to take even more time to make his move, but Ichigo's intervention caused upheaval for the Soul Society. He fanned, he, well, after he's hearing this, he then fanned Kamoi's ambitious nature. By then overstating the conflict, he plunged the society into utter confusion and chaos. He then used the Kasumiyoji's assassin, clad, uh, assassin squad to make things worse, and then he handpicked his third seat, Makoto Kabune, to wreak havoc. Chill Captain chimes in and says, but I heard they, when they fought, Lieutenant Kira succeeded in defeating the third seat. Ukitake says Makoto's defeat was the first instance in which Shusuke's plan suffered to uh, suffered a setback. Apparently, Amagai didn't see Izuru winning that battle. Yo. So, nice. didn't have a lot of confidence in Izuru there. He was like, oh, yeah, just fight him. You'll win. And then it's That's like, ooh, got his whoops. ass beat. <laughs> My bad. And uh, Hitsugai kind of chimes in here. He's like, oh, I guess he underestimated Izuru's tenacity. Which nobody even fucking says anything about. They just move on from that. That's <laughs> the awkward statement. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, Byakuya right. says, we know Shusuke Amagai went to all kinds of extremes with this, but for what? Yoruichi says, I have an idea why, and then we cut away. Oh. Yeah, buckle up. We get into the real uh, gritty parts of it here. Yamamoto still- asks Amagai to please enlighten him as to how he knows the name Shinetsu Kisaragi. Okay. Amagai says, you see, that was the name of my father. That's right. My father was Shinetsuki Sragi, the soul reaper that you murdered. So Rukia is uh, kind of stunned by the fact that Yamamoto killed him. And Ichigo asks if I'm there's not. any truth to what he's saying. And Yamamoto is just like, yeah, he speaks the truth. I did kill him. That's a terrible question to ask. Mm. Like, did you murder a murderer? But I don't is understand. A better one. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are we surprised that Yamamoto murdered somebody? He's like, I, the fucking I, G. Like, obviously, he will sometime in his lifetime have murdered somebody. Like, it's just Ichigo's murdered people. Yeah, it's just how it's gonna go. Why is everybody like, oh, <gasps> you guy? murdered someone? What? You oh, murdered what? a Soul Reaper? It's like, if we had the opportunity to kill fucking Aizen right now, we would have. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? So we go into flashback here, and Yamamoto is facing somebody in a circle of flames out in the middle of a field. God. The man he is facing is panting, and he goes to attack him, but uh, Yamamoto just fucking slashes through him, and the man collapses. Uh, Yamamoto, now out of the flashback, says, I remember that time and place, but how did you find out that I killed your father? Amagai says he lived for several several hours after you left him dead in the field. <laughs> that day, my father had been acting strangely, so I decided to go looking for him. I knew my father trained with his Zanfokuto in that field. With his dying breath, he told me, he said it clearly, he said that you would cut him down. Everyone, still shocked at this fucking revelation. <gasps> Amagai continues... 
saying several years after his death, I changed my name and listened to 13 Court Guard squads and lied that I was from the Rukon district because apparently anybody can do that. Was, wasn't yeah. Yamamoto like a bandit before Soul Society? Yeah, I think he was so. A fucking, I think so. He was a G, right? I don't know why everybody's pissed. Yeah, I don't know why everybody's pissed. Right? Like, that just seems like his character. So Amagai continues saying he gathered many facts about my father's death and then I recalled a word, the Bakoto. Oh, that was the last word my father ever spoke. What was the Bakoto? Why did my father need me to hear that word? Slowly, it all fell into place. Somehow my father had fallen onto the Bakoto's existence. So in order to learn the, the truth, he infiltrated the Kasumiyoji clan and found himself in over his head. Amagai continues saying, you were an accomplice of the Kasumiyoji clan in those days. You were also involved in the Bakoto's development. Oh. My father was quite aware of your actions, so you decided that you had to silence him. Ooh. <laughs> in the years that followed there were many more suspicious decisions and activities sponsored by the Kasumiyoji clan but you refused to interfere I saw it all and uh, swear I would make you pay I feel like I can already guess the plot but go ahead just, uh, it's similar to the Shiba uh, guy uh, that Rukia had to kill Okay, he got taken over by the Bakoto okay. and Yamamoto's like bruh really and he's like I kill me and then yeah very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Damn it. End me, sir. Well, you want to cut it now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, to continue on in Amagai's backstory, he says, Through all the years, I, as I was training myself, all I could think about was seeing you crushed. Then I aligned myself with the Kasumiyoji clan and was given the Bakoto. My prominent service in the expedition unit was noticed, and this led to me becoming a captain, creating this opportunity for me. I will avenge my father, and then he attacks the ground once again, sending flames flying at Yamamoto. Can you imagine that being your life goal to try and take out the biggest, baddest motherfucker there? I mean, it's a pretty good life goal. I pretty mean, good life goal. He's yeah. not going to make it. I, I mean, that's always goal, the main though. villain. Yeah. Th that's main villain status. Yeah. Like, that's vibes. So we go back to the uh, stir of the moment captain's meeting that was being held at the Kasumiyoji Palace. <laughs> and Shu Kenogi, the little boy that was supposed to marry Richio, now runs up to them and he says, I'm here to beg you, please help Ichigo and the others. Ichigo and Ruki are trying to catch up to Amagai, who had gone after the head captain. So we go back to the fight. Uh, and of course, Ichigo got in the way and blocked it and knocked away the fire. He says he's been here the whole time and has, had, and has heard enough of his self-destructive nonsense. Uh, Ichigo goes on to explain that he's pissed that his quest for revenge has dragged Ruchio through it as well. Get your revenge, but leave her out of it. Amagai tells him to move it. Ichigo says, if you want to see me move, then you're going to have to make me do it. And then uh, begins powering up. And that's the end of that episode. Wait, his, his Zompok toe is working? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? They talk about this later. Okay. 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 I was like, huh? They can't get anything yep. past me. <laughs> so start of the next episode, Ichigo immediately goes Bankai and they begin fighting. Amagai explains to Ichigo that his Bakoto seals away the spirit energy of Soul Reapers and the power of the Zanpak Toe. Therefore, your attacks are no match against me. Ichigo says, forget it. I'm not handing over Ruricio. And then they fight some more. Amagai does uh, the cool move once again that we talked about before, where they clash blades and he grabs his blade and fucking sends Ichigo flying because yeah. he doesn't That's fucking learn. smart as fuck. Uh, very smart. Mm -hmm. Ichigo then tries to do a Getsuga, to which Amagai just basically sidesteps. and is like, yeah, that was cool. Nice. But Amagai cool thinks move, to himself bro. at this point, uh, my Bakoto should have sealed away his uh, spirit energy, but his technique yes. is still strong, even though he has lost some power. Oh. They fight some more. Amagai eventually nails Ichigo in the back with a fireball, slamming him to the ground. Amagai basically, he does this multiple times during this fight. So mark number one, he thinks the fight is over and goes to challenge the head captain again. But of course, Ichigo gets up uh, kind of like the I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> um, <laughs> do this all day, man. <laughs> And then they fight. This time, Ichigo decides to go speedy boy mode, where he's, like, teleporting all over the place. Um, Amagai and Rukia are both kind of having the same thought, wondering how Ichigo is still able to fight, even with the power of the Bakoto sealing his spirit energy. And he starts cackling. Um, 
they say that, so they actually say even with the power of the Pakoto, his spirit energy is increasing. Just, what? So Amagai yeah. asked Ichigo, "What's the point in him fighting? Like, why are you fighting me?" He said, "Why would someone from the world of the living risk your life in a fight that only affects the Soul Society?" Ichigo says he doesn't care about that. He made a commitment to protect Rorichio. Amagai then charges up and does a uh, big boy attack as we zoom out and see the whole fucking wall gets blown out now. Woo! It's all smoky. It's the classic, oh no, Ichigo. And Amagai, round two, says so much for that. And then from the smoke, we hear so much for what now in a hollow sounding voice. Yes! And so it's Ichigo in the visored mask. Amagai, never having seen this form before, is wondering what that mask is as he proceeds to get pushed back by Ichigo now. Man's whole career is about to be ended. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? Amagai says, don't underestimate don't underestimate me. And then immediately followed by that, uh, Ichigo is able to land a cut on him, just like a small little cut. Amagai then goes on to explain that he had heard of this before, and that's the holification that he's heard so much about. Oh, my he says, God. So he knows? So because he knows because he's used it against the other assassins in the fight. So he's gotten the reports oh, from okay. the other assassins. Wait, he's already gone visored mask? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did it to Hanza. Yeah. 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 I So, okay, like... I get characters like the super, you know, really well built thing, and people have like their bonkais are built into their character mm-hmm. development. How the fuck is a guy who spent a lifetime training to get bonkai to mm-hmm. become a captain? Every time he hits the fucking main character, he's like, "Okay, cool, now we're done." Like that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, he should really learn a double tap. It's not the biggest gripe, but I mean, like that just seems weird because it's also one of those things where let's go back to Hoikomundo arc. All right, mm-hmm. Ichigo, Rukia, Orihime. Ashida, I think even did I say Ichigo already? Ichigo yeah, as well. Yeah. They were all sensing when people were losing through walls yeah. in Kamundo, far away. Yeah, mm-hmm. like to the like. I think even Chad, when the he lost, was like, "Oh, he's still alive, but it's like he's he's gonna die." Like yeah. I, I can I can sense it. Why can't they sense that these people are still alive? Like you should be able to like. He hits Ichigo. It should be like, oh, I can feel his spirit energy. He's still fine. And Ichigo's trash at hiding his spirit pressure. The yeah. only <laughs> thing I would give to him is maybe he thinks like he has knocked him out or something. Like he doesn't want to kill. His goal is not to kill Ichigo at this point. He wants to kill Yamamoto and Rishio. But just finish off the guy or yeah. like cut an arm off or something. Like, Thank you. Like Dog. it took it's- this long for you to finally agree with me. Well, no, he's not even like double tapping him on the ground. Like yeah. at least make sure he's knocked out. Like it, no, I agree with you that they, they fucking fucking dunk him or something or sever his put, spine. Put a whole bunch of rocks on top of him and call it a day. It's the Steel Schneider thing all over again. It's like it's just convenient for the fucking story. <laughs> hey, hey, you just gotta yeah, just eat it behind you. Don't be able I'm to like, see it. Listen, okay, you hit him. The smoke, blow away the smoke. You need to clearly see you, if yeah, he's good. If you can do that, you can do it again. Like, yeah. If you're gonna fight Captain Yamamoto after having done that massive yeah. attack, you either dicked yourself <laughs> and you can't fucking fight anymore, yeah. or just yeet yeet yeet. So you better be double tapping at this point. Like walk up and just slam the ground. I'd as hate well. to fight you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm dead as fuck. <laughs> Sam would just be like, nope, he's still moving. So uh, he goes on to say. That's the holification I've heard so much before. And he says, my Bakoto is powerful. It suppresses the Soul Reaper spirit energy and in the process renders their Zanpakuto powerless. But you have the power of a hollow and that's different. It was because of this power that you were able to defeat all the other Bakoto to this point. That power is more savage and elemental. So there you go. Wait, but every other fucking Soul Reaper that fought them also got to do the same thing. They never got their fucking powers stolen away. Yeah, but he's saying that you're, he's basically drawing on the power of this hollow to fight oh. is where he's getting it. Meanwhile, he would have been sealed off usually. You, but yeah. like, oh, okay. But I, I, I thought the way he was saying is like, oh, all the previous fights like where Rukia fought that one dude and everything. Like, 
oh, my Zanpakuto doesn't work. That would have been a great way to tell us. So I, I, I think that in that one, he's clearly thinking of like Hanza, and he's like, yeah, yeah you defeat him just because you have the fucking mask, loser. That, that's fair. I think that's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, though, because it's like. How else would you know? Yeah, I saw Don Panini get cut down once. Like that's just like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the man, dude. So Rukia now thinks to herself like, oh, of course, this is why Ichigo is hindered by Captain Amagai's Bakoto, and now by completely holifying, he's been able to reduce the effects even further. He's leveled the playing field. Right now, Ichigo is more than a match for him. Ichigo asks why he's so obsessed with the revenge, and then we get a long explanation here, saying, "I doubt you'd understand the emptiness of being left behind, the hatred you feel towards those that remain." The power of these emotions becomes so strong you find you find them more and more difficult to resist until your life is controlled by them. You ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? But no matter how much you struggle towards the light, the voice in your head plunges you back into darkness. It says the only way to find peace in your heart is to destroy the life that destroyed yours. Isn't this he's saying this to the guy with a dead mother? Yes. Yes. Ooh. So it be, <laughs> but that's that's unfair because as far yeah. as Ichigo knows, he took that out already. Yeah. Like he thinks he killed Grand Fisher already. It's like yep. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. But so that's I mean, unfair. It's but like, his oh, mom's still dead. like, oh, how can you do that with revenge? Oh. It's like, oh, well, I ended my revenge fucking in two days. Like, okay, but we had very. You know, guy's been alive for X amount of years. But thinking about is a good guy. Come how on. basically imagine if the president of the United States killed your dad and he's just fucking chilling. That's like Amagai. He's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whereas, like, meanwhile, imagine Ichigo. Like a Ichigo's mom got bum. killed by like a fucking random robber on the street. It's like, yeah, uh, okay. and it's like you already took care of it. And then Ichigo's yeah. like, well, why are you so obsessed with revenge? It's like you wouldn't understand. That's actually a very good point. It's, this is I. It's I, like I have to see my killer everywhere he, I go. He it's yeah. like Bend you him, fucking okay. killed your guy already. Oh, that's redacted. I like this. Yeah. I pull my statement. <laughs> All right. It's like yo. It's, wow. Yeah. Fuck Ichigo at this point. So Ichigo basically goes uh, to that response. Are you that weak? You oh. possess the ability to rise to the rank of the Soul Reaper captain, so why can't you find the strength to move past this obsession with vengeance? Amagai replies saying, if I could find a way to have my revenge, I don't mind dying in the effort. That has always been my strength. And then they begin to fight again. Wait, that's always, that's a strength you can't test until you die. Yeah. I what? think his strength has been his revenge is what he's saying. Uh, um, thank you for interpreting this yeah. guy because I am not fucking getting it. So Amagai gets kind of frustrated after fighting and he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to take Ichigo down as well. And he spins his blade into the ground and says, Go in Ryuga. And at this point, he kind of does a similar move to uh, Kinryu that we saw, but this time, like a whole bunch of spear, or not spear, but like a uh, flame kind of like pillars pop up from the ground Ooh. all around Ichigo. And Ichigo starts getting like fucking bounced around. And, goes, oh, <laughs> so he's nice. and he's getting fucked up he's by a this. pinball. So now nice. half of Ichigo's visor mask is ripped because that's just how it, how it always goes. And Ichigo hits the ground. Richio runs to him, telling him that she doesn't want him to fight anymore. She doesn't want anybody else hurt because of her. But Ichigo just says, rest easy. In a few minutes, you won't have to worry about the problem ever again. And then gets back up. How I would love to have like the a timer for how long he's had this fucking mask up. Because I want to <laughs> yeah. know what point what, in time. What was it? What was his I limit? It was like two 30, minutes. Two minutes, well, right? I was going to say 30 seconds. It was 30 but then seconds I, I originally. Up, yeah. Like yeah. when he fought. It was 10 seconds when he fought Grimjow originally. Mm-hmm. And then it was like 30 seconds when he fought Ulkiora. And then I think when he fought Grimjaw again, I, I think it became like two minutes. Yeah, I want to like say that. two minutes, but that's me pulling a number out of my ass. So I don't know if that's well, true. Yeah, because the fight itself took, what, like five, ten minutes? The fight itself takes a very long time. Yeah. So um, Rukia watching the fight says that Ichigo is trying to target his right side, which is where uh, Amagai's Bakoto is, and he's trying to destroy the Bakoto. Oh, because um, then he'd be broken as fuck yeah. after that. So Amagai is able to figure that out as well, and then he just starts guarding his right side. He's just like, okay, cool, man. I figure out he what you're doing. He moves his shell to the other side. Um, oh, good point. So then he's able to use that opportunity to damage Ichigo's mask some more. He tells Ichigo uh, 
this he basically tells Ichigo, hey, I figured out who in reply fires a fat ass Getsuga that Amagai catches with his whole fucking body because he's a dumbass. Whoa. Um everyone is acting like, cool, we did it. We defeated Amagai because nobody once again is sensing the fact that he's still alive. Except <laughs> except for Ichigo. He's, oh, the, okay. he's the only one who everybody's celebrating. Like Rukia breathes a like a sigh of relief, and Ichigo tells Rukia. We're not out of the woods yet. I would love it if, like, the next scene is Ichigo down there just stabbing. <laughs> no, we're done. Yeah. So then we get the classic uh, spiritual pressure shakes as Amagai oh. raises out from the debris. He's now glowing red and says, this will not be over until I achieve my revenge. I'm sending all of you to hell. Ichigo oh. says, well, not in your condition. You can't You can't carry out your threats like that. Okay. And Amagai says, Total well, badass. you see, I've, de- I've dedicated myself to, compete, to complete this vendetta. Beyond that is death. And then begins powering up. His eyes and mouth start kind of like glowing yellow, giving off uh, green spirit energy. He's kind of going Super Saiyan. Energy band. And that's the end of that episode. He starts powering up to his Bakoto, which historically, that's when they blow up. I would just throw a fucking plate of chicken tendies at him. I think that's all he needs if he's, <laughs> he's glowing just hangry. red and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is the last episode here of the Woo! filler. Last episode we're moving this into. Was, I got to say, this episode wasn't the worst yeah. one for us, like of us recording. The last, the last one, three were like, like miserable. Bro, like what the fuck? This has been pretty good. So home stretch here. We're getting all of the marbles are falling into place. Ichigo has a flashback to the assassins blowing up when they go into this state, and he tries to call out to Amagai to stop. He's like, uh, he's like, don't do it. It's like, what are you like? You're just gonna kill yourself. Like, no, but of don't. course, Amagai doesn't listen and just continues fighting. Ichigo uh, gets wrecked with a flaming phoenix that he shoots at him, Ooh, which you think shit. Ichigo would be a bit of a professional at blocking, but uh, not so much. No, he's like, oh, that dude took a Getsugo. I got to go hard and fucking take a phoenix <laughs> to the chest, too. Like, yeah, I only blocked the most powerful phoenix in all of Serate before. I'm just going to let this one hit me in the <laughs> face, I guess. Um, Rukio, Rukio kind of watching the fight is asking, he asks or she asks Amagai why his Bakoto hasn't taken control of him yet. And Amagai responds, saying that he's actually able to suppress it with his spiritual pressure. Oh, oh, so he's and he's strong. like, he's like, it hasn't grown a bit, has it? And she's uh, like, ooh. He then says, "Let's finish this up, Genryu Sai, because now he's turning to Yamamoto once uh, again, thinking he's finished Ichigo with the fucking flaming with phoenix. A, I like phoenix. how Gen, uh, Yamamoto's just kind of like, okay, you know, Ichigo, he's literally just watching the whole fight. He's just standing there, just like this. No, not no staff. He's just like." Yes. Okay. okay. Um, Yamamoto replies saying, your pride as a soul reaper is still intact, even though your mind is completely warped. Ooh. This pisses off Amagai, who iterates once again that Yamamoto saw to it that those who didn't follow your uh, follow his request were eliminated. So you and Lady Ruricio must die. Oh. Amagai begins charging up his attack once again, and then a Gatsuga comes flying out from behind him and makes him dodge. Whoa. Ichigo asks if he has ever thought of the suffering he had brought to everybody else because of his revenge. Amagai doesn't even respond to that point and says, even if you become a hollow again, all of your attacks have been neutralized. If we fight, your energy will be too low for you to defeat me. Ichigo goes, he's like, hmm, uh, think that will stop me. And then we get a flash. So this part I liked a lot, but it doesn't ever come into play. So he just kind of goes like, huh, he's like, he's like, think that will stop me. And then we get a flash of like Hichigo looking up, smiling. Like he's like, oh, I can do this all day, dog. And then they begin fighting. Uh, Amagai states that he is react, that Ichigo is beginning to react faster. And he tries to create the pillars of fire all over Ichigo again. But this time Ichigo spins around. So they all kind of like start to surround Ichigo. He spins around while doing like a Getsuga, like charging up his Getsuga and just eliminates all of the flames around him. He does that cool thing um, when he fights Okiura the very first time. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, he's going to launch Getsuga. And he's like, nah. And he like holds it on his sword. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, that's sick as fuck. So Ichigo is able to get in close, uh, forcing him to block with his Zanpakuto at this point. And as they're blocking, Amagai remembers that his Bakoto is also a sword. And at this point (laughs) tries to attack Ichigo because he is dual wielding and he's only been fucking using one at a time. 
Ichigo thinks to himself that Amagai is always guarding his right side, so that means his Bakoto is weaker. Ichigo gets against the uh, ground in front of him, creating a smoke screen. <laughs> and Amagai figures it out. He's basically looking around. He's like, what is he going to do? He's going to do this, or he could do this. And he basically figures out that he's going to try to attack from the right, and then he goes to block. But Ichigo comes out doing a Getsuka show. So he does the Getsuka, but then he basically like follows the Getsuka in and is like attacking oh. at the same time. Oh, smart. Um, Amagai summons fire as they clash, and we see a ton of fire kind of shoot up into the air. They do the classic like zoom out. We don't get to see what's happening. Uh, when we go back, Amagai's Bakoto is broken around his wrist, and Ichigo's hollow mask crumbles. So Ichigo says it's useless to keep fighting. Amagai replies, he had, I've already thrown my life away, so if I can see Genryu's side dead, that means I've already won. I'm taking every one of you with me. <gasps> Ichigo tells him to stop because he'll die if he keeps feeding it spirit energy. Ichigo begins powering up and says, for someone smart enough to be a captain, you're doing something very stupid. Nice. Um, nice. They do one last attack head on. Smoke everywhere. We see the two on the opposite sides. The classic samurai slash once again. Uh, Ichigo is the first to faint and actually goes to collapse, but he kind of like reawakens mid-fall and puts a sword into the ground catching him. Hot. And that's when we see blood spurt out from Captain Amagai as he falls to his knees on the other side. Wait, so he used his Bankai shell thing for this? Yes. Twice in the same fucking arc no no tite no too what? big of a sword yeah i know that's some mm-hmm. bullshit <laughs> well you gotta remember this isn't tite it's filler oh yeah. so he has like nothing to do with this? i don't, I don't I, think so, so there is historically some like i, I just I feel like think it would of be, specifically black pro- clover and uh my hero academia where the original writer is very hands-on with filler stuff Okay. I don't know how much Tite has to do with this, but this is a filler arc. So I would always feel like if it's a filler, it's like, oh, I doubt it would be really cool to have done this, but here's the actual main story. I doubt he's in there going like, okay, we need to get this shot exactly. And like, this is, I doubt he's in there doing that because he's still working on the, like writing the manga takes a lot. No, that's true. Okay. And this would have been peak him like pumping out Hueco Mundo Dude, stuff. he was pumping shit out like yeah. crazy back then. Yeah. So okay. um, Amagai on the ground, he, his Zanpakuto returns to its dormant state at this point. So it's no longer the big shell. Amagai gets back up and says, not yet. And then he starts to go towards after, uh, go towards uh, Yamamoto. All of the captains show up at this point, along with Yorichi. Yorichi yells to uh, Shusuke, stop this. Not a single one of them at this point tries to stop him. Oh, They're no. all there. They watch him go up and thrust his sword into Yamamoto, who is not actually sad because we can clearly fucking see he did like the high school stage play thing where it just lets it go by his side. <laughs> and, but everyone like sees this and acts as if he's just been sad. Like, Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, it's, everyone's a hype beast. I hate yeah. this shit. <laughs> and so Yamamoto is just like, everybody is like, stand fast. Everybody's like, you know, whatever. And this is where Yorichi uh, says to uh, Shusuke Amagai. He said, uh, she says, the head captain isn't the one who caused the death of your father. It Get was ready, me. guys. Twist that Woo. nobody has guessed yet. Big twist. No, no Did one. That, got th- fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she says, certainly your father was a victim, but his life was completely consumed by the Bakoto. As you know, the Kasumiyoji clan uh, at that time, Gyokaku Kamoi began misusing the clan's special techniques for the casting of royal swords. He exploited their ancient secret techniques in order to develop the Bakoto. Then, using his prototypes, he began doing experiments with them involving test subjects. Ukitake chimes in, saying, when the head captain became aware of Kamoi's activities, he attempted to, inter- to interfere but he was overruled. Imagine getting a fucking masterclass as you just lost a fucking <laughs> fight. Like every, like yep. Gordon Ramsay's walking in Wolfgang Puck is just like, Hey, so this is how you fucked up your dish. Well, yeah, this is basically everybody saying, Hey, your whole life. It's a lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Oh. So we get to see the flashback where she's like, yeah, he tried to, uh, like he tried to do something about it, but he was told no. And we see in the flashback that fucking central 46 is Yamamoto went to them, told them what was happening and they forbid him 
It's from a good thing Isaac doing, killed them. They seriously. They wiped out constantly. They, it's like a nice purge. Fuckers. They forbid him from intervening at all into any actions of the Kasumiyoji clan. Ukatake continues saying that the Kasumiyoji clan used their immunity, extraterritoriality, tor- you guys can figure that word out, as a shield, so he was denied the chance to scrutinize Kumoi any further. However, Shinitsu Kisaragi, who is his dad, at the time, your was your father, uh, your father was the head captain subordinate and an outstanding and trustworthy student. Wait, the head captain subordinate? Yep, so his Ooh. dad was a subordinate of the head captain at that oh, time. Oh, squad when, one. When I hear subordinate, I think like immediate vice captain. I'm like, no, no fucking no, no, no. way. Nah. He was just part of squad one. Okay. So, um, and so Yamamoto uh, ordered him in utmost secrecy to conduct a secret or covert investigation, but oh, sadly. So bittersweet. And then we see uh, in the flashback happening that once he found the Makoto laboratory, he was ambushed by Kamoi and his assassins. Hanzo was there. And there he was forced to hold on to the Bakoto, and then he was told to go kill the person who sent you here. So they didn't even know it was Yamamoto who had sent him there. But that's when we see Yamamoto was forced to kill Shinetsu Kisaragi in the duel that day. And after Yamamoto slashed Shinetsu Kisaragi, like as he was falling, we see that like he smiled, like happy that uh, Yamamoto like, put him I'm out of his free. memory. But why was he fucking eating shit for a couple hours? Like, oh yeah, Yamamoto. Oh, we're gonna get that, aren't we? I, I think if not, I'll explain it. Okay. Um. Yodorichi continues saying, due to the sensitivity of the matter, no one involved ever revealed the truth about Shinetsu's death. The Bakoto was kept a secret as well as his undercover investigation because it denied or defied Central 46's orders. Fuck him. Ukutake continues and says, and so Shinetsu's death was swept away. The head captain ostensibly repaired and developed good relations with the Kasumiyoji clan. You probably know that from reading the records. So that's where the misunderstanding came that he was on their side because uh, he then had to like repair like, hey, yeah. I know I was fucking around, but here you go. Gotcha. Um, Amagai now looking shook. It's just like, oh, so he killed my father because, and that's when Chill Captain chimes in, saying, "Think of all the anguish old man Yama felt for having to kill his own student. Can you imagine what that felt like?" Amagai here. Then I was, I was consumed by hate. My anger blinded me, so I couldn't see through to the Wah. truth. Okay, uh, Anakin th- felt the same way. Okay, so uh, any slight to him too. Any slight. Any slight against Anakin is a slight against Amagai in reverse. Okay, <laughs> but no, no. no. Really, you guys are gonna be talking shit because he's coming back for the Obi Wan series. So oh uh, we'll see who's laughing. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna be Darth Vader? It's Hayden Christensen is Darth Vader. So oh. is he, do you think he got acting classes since? He was a great actor. I, I, fuck okay, you. I, yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy. He hasn't even seen him. Oh, okay. Get, yeah, he hasn't even seen him. So. Oh, okay. This guy. Even just, Danny saw him. He just parrots the internet. This guy. Just, you can't trust him. Uh, great Wall of China, Jose. Should we just like kick him off the podcast? Like he hasn't even seen Star Wars, dude. Like, I, 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 I've watched I all the Star Wars. Yeah, I've watched I them, just like not, wait, hold on. Not yeah, good. who are you talking to? We have the Great Wall of China. Mongolians. I'm fucking breaking in. No, no, no. He he, he can't hear us. Yeah, he yeah. can't hear us. That guy's a fucking douchebag, anyway. So it's like fucking seeing Hayden Christensen a good actor. Yeah. It's I just, can dude, guarantee. I, this oh, everybody, I felt everybody, everybody on the internet says he's not a good actor. So when in reality, he just had bad writing. So it's like you can only do. You can only do so much of bad writing. It's like if we look at the end subpart with episode three when he fights Obi Wan. That was fantastic. That was oh, my, the, the, the anger, the, the spit right? that flew out of his mouth. Oh my god, it was like I hate you. Yeah, oh, I felt okay. that. Yeah, I thought he hated me yeah. too. I know. I know. Okay. I'm amazed by the fact that you guys could riff that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was golden. <laughs> Um, so Things that are staying in the podcast. <laughs> so back to that, uh, Yodorichi is basically like, yeah, uh, everything that you are and even your destiny itself had been swallowed whole by the Bakoto. Then we see that his dad's last words were to beware of the Bakoto, oh. beware of the Bakoto. 
Yamamoto chimes in now saying, I still regret what I did. So you are Shinetsu's son. You are a lot like him. Uh, Amagai kneels at this point. He's like, he's on his knees and he says, head, head captain, sir. In, in all of this, I was, sh- I was a shallow fool, wasn't I? Yamamoto says, you need not be ashamed, son. Forgive me that I lack the ability to save you and your father's life. Amagai then gets up satin and stabs his Zanpakuto into the ground, summoning a circle of flame around him. No! Ichigo goes to stop him, but then uh, Byakuya puts his hand on Ichigo's shoulder and says, this man still has his dignity to uphold. Ooh. Chill Captain chimes in saying, he's a man who has attained the rank of captain, so he's, he has at least earned the right to end his life the way he wishes to. Ain't that some bullshit. Oof. So Amagai turns Oof. to Izuru, who apparently was there the whole time as well, has not said anything. He just um, he creeped up, you know. And he basically apologizes to Izuru for dragging him into this personal matter. And he uh, his last words were, I, um, I spent the best time of my life together with you and the men. Farewell. And oh, then the flame pillar shoots genuine. into the sky, and everyone is just kind of standing there, staring, and the camera pans up to the sky, and it fades out. Um, so uh, there's just a dead, burnt, to Chris fucking body sitting oh, there? Oh, um, you care about that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I've um, been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yeah. Damn. All, all of a sudden, we care about burnt corpses You've there. You've been holding that this whole time? <laughs> Bro. So we cut from that because uh, I'm sure it was very awkward of like, yeah, so we just leave now. It's like. Do you sweep them up or do you pick them up? It's like we finally destroyed the head captain's room and now there's dead body ash all over the place. Do you have like a fucking allowance for that shit? (laughs) They must. Yeah, they 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 destroy that thing. I would love it if he's just sitting there in his office, somebody brings in paper, what the fuck? And everything's gone. (laughs) (sighs) Bring in the second copies of him. (laughs) So we get goodbyes here from Ruricio to Ichigo and we find out that Ruricio has officially decided to rule the Cosmioji clan even though she's very young. Um, she thanks Ichigo for finally allowing her to experience the outside world. Ichigo offers to help her whenever she needs it, but she declines, saying that she that won't be necessary. This. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So her in-universe excuse was that if she was to ask for her help, then that would mean they're in uh, deep trouble again, and she's going to do her best to prevent that. She says her mission is to make sure a tragic figure like Shusuke Amagai never comes into existence again. Ruricio says Yikes. goodbye as the gates close, and then we end the filler on the top of a mountain looking off in the sunset. We see a rock with a sword stabbed in front of it, and it's got the cloak of the third captain jacket hanging off it as it's kind of just blowing in the wind. And that is the end. That was Bleach episode 189. Wow. wow. So, so they hit right back on 199. Nice. So the previews for next time, by the way, I just wanted to note here, they spoil the fuck out of the next episode. So what? they show both uh, Grimjo still alive. And Noitora shows up and starts attacking. All in the previews for next time. Jesus. They couldn't, they like, couldn't hold it in? Yeah. I was like, damn. And they do kind of a good job because, like I said, they don't – when they do the narration, they're just talking about bullshit. Yeah. Like, they never have anything to say. Like, I think the narration for this last one was, like, Ichigo was like, Rookie, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm getting ready to do, do the next arc. It's like, we're yeah. moving in. And so they don't ever talk about it. But the actual thing is, like, Grim just back up, trying to attack Ichigo. And then Noitora shows up, and now they're fighting. And it's like – Dude, That's it's like insane. all in like a 15 second preview. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? The next fucking two episodes. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. So what do we think about the arc? What did, uh, if this is the end of new Captain Shusuke Amagai arc. I didn't care for it. I gotta say the ending was good. I like the ending. The, the redeeming bit of yeah. it. I Well, no, it just, it. I feel like they did the runaround for so fucking long. It's like, oh, this fucking nobility. And oh, mm-hmm. now we have a new captain. Mm-hmm. It was like really lame to take what seventeen episodes, yeah, fuck or eighteen maybe, and it's just like I think it was like twenty, twenty. Yeah, that's again half a year, six yeah. months to develop this one payout. It's not worth it. 
Like yeah. the payout is good. So you know what I was thinking about? Do you remember very early on where Komamaru was in the arc? Yeah. And once. he had mentioned that he wanted to investigate who were the people who oversaw his like. He did nothing. Cat. He never yeah. comes back again. It, never wow. comes back. We never find out who the third person was that oversaw. So it was Yamamoto, Kenpachi, and. We don't it. know. We don't fucking know who the third person was. So I don't know if they just who, forgot. What captain wasn't involved? They were all involved. Everyone was, Soy yeah. Fawn was there. Byaki was there. Utaki was there. Chill Captain was there. Mayuri was not involved. He so, did, yeah, Mayuri so said he didn't want to get involved. Mayuri was not involved because he his in-universe reason was he's making sure that nobody takes advantage of the confusion. Yeah. So like yeah. he's like the safeguard. He's like, yeah, you yeah. guys go fuck around. I'm going to watch the gate. I feel like he's – I've seen like what he did in like Thousand Year Blood War arc. Like, like there's a conversation between yeah. him and uh, Yamamoto. And I'm like, I feel like him and Yamamoto are like – besties like he's like that's my guy yeah <laughs> i sent him in to do whatever i need him to do kind of thing but yeah maybe it is my area but it's the only one because i feel like everybody else would have said something at least like it, yeah because like, right. so guy is for sure ruled out like yep. he, he didn't know but he knew of Ch- or yamamoto's fucking like intentions the whole time which is weird to me well he knew of it because he was filled in by oh, uh, like the other captains. So, oh, okay. Like, because he, when Rengu was asking him that, he'd already been filled in. So he was like kind of parroting it again. So, but that does raise a good point. Uh, it probably is Mayuri because Kimpachi also wanted to set up most of it too. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he came in sense. to save, like, find Ichigo. But then as soon as that happened, he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm not going to go fight Ichigo. Yeah. And Mayuri was the other one that stayed out. So you could like put it together, but I don't. Maybe Kimpachi was like, yeah, I could already, I already know I could easily defeat Amagai. I'm not going to go fight like, yeah. yeah that's true like what are you gonna do erase my zombie toe power like yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's how you write him out though he yeah. would have just destroyed him yeah and my is a safe bet to always kind of pull out because he yeah. already got fucked with his hollows being like uh attacked by kabune well i feel like so out of universe reason for me yuri is they don't know at this point probably when they were doing the full arc what he can do and it's like he already oh, got yeah. fucked up by uh, Ishida. Ishida, yeah. So it's like, ooh. It's he just like, has that shitty Bankai yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, so it's like, what do we do with him? It's like, well, oh, just his, fucking his sit, Bankai's sit him out. fucking crazy. He's the one that can, like, a, like um, he modify can, it, right? Yeah, he modifies yes. it all I the love time. That. He, I hated him, but the more I see him on camera, the more so I love him. So it's interesting to think this. So, like, because obviously we're talking Thousand Year Blood War arc stuff. Yeah. And he modifies his Bankai for that. Like, yep. they, they oh, show that. that, that I, don't, I don't remember. Um And... Interesting to think that Urahara, who is like the better Mayuri, and Mayuri's always yeah. like mad about that. His Bankai is basically he can modify whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So it's like even then he has the better Bankai. He's like, yeah, I basically have your Bankai of a better. So do you think, and you hate his Bankai too? I don't think it's good. I, I think, I, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Where does the Benahime Red Slash fit in with his Bankai? Like, what? So, what is that? So I watched. There's this really cool guy. I can't remember his name, but he's like this blonde guy, British, mm-hmm. and he reviews everybody's Bankai and stuff. Mm-hmm. He made me like because I already liked his Bankai. Yeah. And you liked I just her boobies? Like the, no, I didn't even like. Well, that. where just, does where does the red so, so he controls energy? Like okay, like energy oh, is his what thing. You mean. So he can basically transform energy and then when he goes into bankai he can transform pretty much anything okay so well so that in sense, shikai then. he's tra- he's shooting energy that he is transformed yes yep. and then his bankai is ba- and basically it goes with his character arc basically he's like the guy that can come up with any answer yeah. so like no matter what he can adapt so after that i was like okay i already like he still it. loses so i mean like good point but they <laughs> can't had, adapt that much yeah dude that's that is the most <laughs> bullshit fight yeah because what, what does he do well, he, just, of, he so, distracts him enough for grimjo to like yeah a come lot in of and rip 
I, it's I once again I would probably say bad writing. Sorry, Tite. Um, I think it was forced writing. Well, at that point, it was at it was it was, it was when it because was starting to kind of like that crack. was in the back half yeah. of the Thousand Year Blood War, which I would say the first half is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the back half is when the fight started getting so absurd, and it's like everything had to be so powerful all the time. Yeah. And he still had so many characters left to do, and he only had like five bad guys left. And he could only yeah. use Fade to Black on yeah. one fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I think he was like, "Fuck, I gotta like." Here's yeah. his power. Oh, he loses. But here comes somebody else. Here's his power. Oh, he loses. Oh, he. It's yeah. like, geez, okay. Between the Viking dude, the gift that ball, that was absurd. Yeah, that it, one it is was impossible. Yeah. He's like, anytime I get cut down, I'm gonna get bigger. Yeah, and I'm just like, like Jesus. They brought in fucking Hitsugaya adult form and like bonkers as fuck. Oh, he can do that too. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I, I think stupid. he just ran into that problem where it's like, ooh, it's like I kind of promised to show everybody's power, and mm-hmm. I only have four bad guys left. Ooh. They can't win too. Yeah, they, like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did like, because anytime I think about like the Viking fight or anything like that, or just the Stern Raiders in general, I get so kind of I hopeless. think it'll be a sweet fan service fight in the anime. I really oh do think that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, it's literally it. three captains just molly whopping one guy. It, it's what we wanted with Yami. Yeah. 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 We get to actually see the Yami fight. So yeah. It's like that. I think that'll it'll be great. Who does I he am, end up fighting? Is it? It's Hitsugaya. Byakia. And Byakia. And Zoraki. Yeah, because that's when he rips his. I arm do think off. that is right. Yeah. I do think that is right. But I, I, that's the only thing. So I'm not 100 percent on that. I for sure Biakia, for sure he's uh, a, a guy, for sure. Mm-hmm. But Kipachi like breaks his arm. Does he break his arm the first time he uses his bankai? Then how does he, he fight he, he the like, next one? He swings the first time and then he breaks his arm and then uh, Yachito's like, "Oops, sorry, he gave you too much juice." I think oh. is what she says. Oh. So it's pretty much just like, yeah, I've heard of this really great I anime. Do feel like, I do feel like it was Biaki and Kipachi round two. Like they were yeah, like, oh. like they were teaming up again. Yeah. No, that wouldn't have been, that wasn't the Yami fight where they were like trying to kill each other kind of too. Like yeah. they were fighting yeah, they were going and they also each killing other. Yami. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's the I wish we got to see more of that fight. That would have been fun. That would have been really good. I like those two. Yeah. They're like the perfect uh, compliments for each other. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying... Uh, I, I think that's why they wrote off Mayuri. They just didn't know at the time what he could do. Yeah. So they were like, ah. Uh, and we, are, they we already knew used about him. Steel Schneider. <laughs> they already used like his, he made a tech thing in the Bount arc. They're like, yeah. we've been there, done that. Yeah. So it's like another filler arc with Mayuri. It's like, and I think that's the same thing with Kimpachi. They're like, we got, we know Kimpachi. It's like, that's been there, done that. We gave him a cool scene in the beginning. People like Kimpachi. I, we're going to move on from that. I'm also, if Tite's not involved in this, or maybe he's not very heavily involved. Sure. I'm honestly curious how much planning goes into these meetings for the fillers? Like, do you think they actually thought about that or they just like had so a meeting I, like, who can we use? And then yeah, they just I'm like, gonna, yeah, I'm going to shoot out my ass here and say that <laughs> this was back in the time where pump they it didn't out, really, pump it out. yeah, they didn't really give a fuck about yeah. fillers. They were like, we just need to do this, do this. Um, so Burnout I think doesn't exist. Yeah. I think they were just like, fuck, we got to do this. And they just, what do people like? And then what would be unique? You know, like yeah. not, not the sea again. That being said, we saw fucking Seal Schneider again, um, even Which, though we just saw it. Yeah. But I, I think they tried their best to make it a little unique and a little different. Um, I, w- I feel like, because I talked to you about it uh, earlier when we were talking about like Jump to Zuka. It's like, I wonder if people would like uh, the picks differently if they had read it versus like what we say. Yeah. So I wonder if like if I had watched it, would it have been as miserable as it felt to record with you listening about it? So the, the, pro- the problem with the arc is the pacing sucked it really it really but it sucked. was and it, it was, was good. slow because it i don't i didn't like the jumping around bits yeah. of it it's like where it's like do you just give me the one storyline maybe or maybe i don't know how you fix it i'm not the, i'm not the guy yeah, behind the scenes but 
it just felt off. And it's like, you can kind of see that they, from the very start that they're merging these storylines, but it's like, I don't care about like, I think a lot of my problems come with the fact that I don't find Izuru interesting. I don't yeah, want, makes, I don't want anything sense, to though. do with him. But it's at like, the same time, like there, we, the problem with fillers we've always talked about is it can impact the story. And yeah. if it does, it's just amplifying something that's already there. Well, this one, they could have like realistically, like, they almost could have done whatever the fuck they wanted in this one because they started the arc off with, oh, this just happens sometime random. It's like, yeah. So they could have done that, but like, hey, this is just going to be a what if. Like, yeah. that's what they should have done. And then it's like, let's fucking murder some people. Yeah. Like, Ooh. fuck it. That, that would have been sick. See, that's what I was thinking when I think fillers. I, I didn't realize. I don't know the, the writing mm-hmm. process. I would think Tite Kubo's like, hey, like, I don't like the way it fits in the story, but I thought this would have been, like, a really cool one-off, like an OVA or, or something like so, that. So, because it's such a manga thing where they try to make all of it seem like it's one cohesive, cohesive story. Thing. Yeah. Where it's, like, meanwhile, for American comics, they're like, no, we're going to have, like, here's what if. Here's, yeah. like, what if this happens? What if, like... <laughs> Batman if, died in the last yeah, one? Yeah. Nope, didn't happen. It's <laughs> like, they can do all these fun things where it's like, they should be using the fillers. That could be kind of a fun, unique thing where it's yeah. like, hey, like, an example, let's talk Black Clover. Hey, they're like 10 chapters behind right now, which I don't think that's the accurate number, but just an example. They got real close. You know what we're going to do? Pause here. This is not going to be canon, but we're going to do full liberty, whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here's like a fucking battle royale. Last person standing wins. What if? And they're um, fighting to the death. It's like. Yeah, exactly. Or like a training or like a competition arc. Yeah. 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 Something like that would be cool. Where it's like, they could just like, if they literally loaded up the arc, it's like, hey. Just so everybody knows, not canon, but this is going to be f- fucking fun. And there's yeah. going to be a lot of cool action scenes in it. And we can do whatever we want because it's not going to impact the story. I'd be like, cool. Because that's the same as humor. It's yeah, like exactly. you're getting your jollies off of something. Because then you could has... see fights. Like an example, you know, you could be like, oh, I wonder who would win fucking Kenpachi or Yamamoto. You know, it's like, yeah, let's fucking put them together and see. That's what I was going to say. You didn't you wouldn't have to build all the way up to the fucking yeah. final arc to see that fight and then be like, oh, fuck, I wrote it too hard. Like. Like they just need to turn it into like an example. It'll be like, all right, yeah, as everybody knows, not canon. Here we go. It's gonna be like Face Day Night, where uh, last one standing gets whatever wish they want, and it's like ready go. That'd be cool. And so now everybody's jarring for this wish. It's like Impachi wants to, I don't know, fucking just fight forever, whatever. Like that's what his wish is, and it's like everybody's vying for this thing. It's character development because you get to see what what would he yeah. wish for if he got yeah. the wish or you'd hear everyone's like this is my hope and dream yeah it has nothing to affect the story it just compounds the fact that this is what the character is. yeah i like the fuck out of that yeah and the winner's yuchiru and but like i just, I just, just think but <laughs> <it, man. laughs> <laughs> i think the problem is just they want it to be like if you so if you didn't know it'd be like, oh, it's just all one story all the way through yeah, but they yeah. dicked it with this one where they tell you it's not it's and like we've talked about like the continuity of it it doesn't exist in the timeline yeah it, it just, just can't yeah. So uh, we've done two filler arcs so far. We've done the bount, and we've Which, done new the captain. Bount was so much guy. better than the this more. One. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I'm the more and more we talk about it. As long as it was, I do get that that was egregious. It does not feel like a filler arc anymore. Yeah. It feels like it was just a not as well written arc because that one had the benefit of coming in right after the end. So it's like yeah. they they were allowed to be like. This is like, yeah, like exactly. this is going to carry on. Whereas this one, they were like, ooh, we're kind of like, they're literally in a different world and we got to do a filler arc. Ooh. Yeah. But we want to keep all the powers that they yeah. have. They, it's, that, see, that's what I'm talking about. They didn't do that kind of continuity check, but yeah. Kempachi and Mayuri, they, they wrote out yeah. like very specifically. Like that, it just feels so fucking weird. So yeah. I feel like it's, it's, just a, it's, it is yeah. weird. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I, I would. I would agree 100%. I think the bound arc was better. So yeah. <laughs> I just think it is what it is. And the bound arc is normally rated the lowest. 
Really? I feel like this one would be Oh, people than. hate The Bound Arc. But I think it's a lot of held memories. I don't think a lot of people are going back and rewatching The Bound Arc. Like all at once. So yeah, I think yeah. it's a lot of people remembering seeing it the first time. They're like, yeah, I'm never watching that again. It is not as bad as you remember as someone who has just rewatched it. I think it is better than this arc for sure. I'm also curious how many people are in the same demographic as us that once we got to Filler's arc, we just start, started reading the manga. <laughs> yeah. Because it was... Why Why waste... that? That's the other problem. I would rather them consume more of the other materials. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, you have fillers. Um, this could have been a time to promote, hey, we have a manga. It's actually further ahead. We'll an- start animating Well, the, the meme is that is, the a- a's anime is always just a big advertisement for manga. Yep. Like, a lot of times when, like, an anime only gets one season, it's like, oh, just read the manga. It's like, that's what yeah. it's meant to be. That that's fair, but I, I just feel like that would have been the better route yeah. instead of yeah. making a fucking filler arc. It's like, hey, if you like, but this, this was back in the time where it was peak filler yeah, arc. Like yeah. everybody's doing filler arcs. Like, let's go. Like, look at it now. We have so many pauses and breaks in between seasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. And my hero's doing it great. It's like oh. yeah, just fucking put it on break. It's not worth continuing. Like don't, don't ruin your show exactly. with yeah. shitty fillers. Like it's not worth. And I I like what Black Clover's doing, where yeah. it's uh, it's giving us the little uh, light novels. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect fucking filler shit. But Dude, I, I saw uh, I don't know if I could I could, but I saw they were doing a couple episodes of Black Clover where they're like putting all the captains in each other in a game, and I'm like, oh, oh I want to watch I that so that. bad. Oh. I saw like a clip of it on like Twitter or something. Someone was like, look how good the animation is. Like, ooh, that looks really interesting. Like, okay. I actually want to watch that. I've only had, and one that's like gripe. a fun thing I'm talking about. That's like the same thing. Bleach soccer game. It's like just let's yeah. put them together against each other in a just game. Just have them do something fun. Like yeah, like it, like I'm, something fun, super high stakes or something. Like I don't fucking. But do I'm it. also cool with the one shot stories. I just yeah, they, they have to know at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck. Like yeah. they either can't do anything cool or they just want to tell the non canonical story. And like I think one thing the bounce had going for it, the story was at least unique. Whereas like yeah, yeah, they're vampires. Like been there, done that. But that's new to the Bleach universe. This one was, oh, my God, a captain's bad again. Who who would have thought? <laughs> thought? That's so crazy. Yeah, and like slight retelling of Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. And it's like the one nice bit was the end with Yamamoto. Like that was a nice, like and I like. He was a cool captain. The Sama guy yeah. was a really cool captain. Yeah, he was from what yeah. I saw. And like they did a great job of setting him up where it's like he could be have been a good captain all the way through. But then yeah. it's like, ooh, uh-oh, the guy you thought was the good guy was the bad guy. It's like, oh, this is just they Aizen just, they, again. They went too hard for the plot twist. Yeah. Him and Ashido, right? The fucking shield dude. The is that Was that his name? Hmm. The one in the uh, Menos Forest? Oh, like, I think so. Put yeah. them, I think so. Fuck, give him a different captaincy yeah. and give him that guy as the vice captain. That'd have been banging. Yeah, I'm surprised they. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. We we don't know how the back like how no. the production works on no. a filler arc. So, but I mean, all in all, it's not bad. I didn't don't I didn't hate it as much as I remember. I did like Kenryu and Inryu by the end of it. I thought they were good characters. Yeah, uh, Ruricio came around as well. She kind of matured at the sure. end, and yeah. she was good. Uh, Amagai, as we said, was good. Kabune didn't have much redeeming He's, features. Yeah, he was, he was kind of an asshole. So he yeah. was kind of shit all the way through. Um, Izuru got a little better towards the end. Like like I said last episode, he had a cool showing with the assassins where he was like fucking taking them all out. Yeah, That was good. But aside from that, I'm still not the biggest Izuru fan. So couldn't be bothered. Because, I mean, Matsumoto was able to do the same thing. Yeah. Yep. And she got like half, the, yeah. or not even half, like a third of the fucking screen time he got. Yeah. That's rough. So, Bound Arc is better than this arc for sure. Let's call it. That's been Bleach Boys number 17, I think. Yep. Uh, thanks for watching. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe on the video. If you're watching anywhere else, leave a rating, leave a comment, say, hey, what's up? Weigh in on which arc you thought was the best. Because I think there's going to be a lot of people who think the Bound Arc was worst. 
I would implore and them I, to I, rewatch it. I though. would say you're wrong. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I agree. Thanks yeah. for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.